teraflaps. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hi. And we are going to be bringing you some gaming news and our opinions on Uncharted with full-on spoilers, but we'll keep that to the end. So you can listen, and if you haven't finished Uncharted, you can save it. So let's start with um, Nintendo, more Nintendo rumours, this time about a, a handheld, a new yeah. handheld codename MH, which is weird for a yeah. codename. I mean, NX I kind of get, it's like the next Nintendo yeah. console. But MH, I don't really get what this could mean, but yeah, just a... Micro handheld. <laughs> micro handheld, yeah. Mario Home, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, a new handheld. That's kind of it. That's the whole rumour. But how this impacts on the NX, because there's rumours of that being a hybrid, which is like a handheld home console. Still could be. It Still just could be. Yeah, but it kind of does quash those rumours a little bit, if it's true. Well, it's just a rumour, isn't it, anyway? So. Yes, it's just a rumour. But usually they're true. Yeah, they usually turn out to be quite the hard. The ones are usually, yeah, reasonably true. I don't, I don't know what to think about it, to be honest, do you? Not really. I mean, it's Nintendo, so it could be absolutely anything. I, heard, I did read, I mean, I didn't know this, but I did read that, like, the 3DS sales are down on previous handhelds, like the new 3DS hasn't sold off as well as what they expected, and there was rumblings that they would be going into like um, basically the, not the mobile phone market, but trying to take that on with the next device. Well, you know, become, a, become a phone. Well, that's what people were saying. I don't believe that. I think there was going to. I felt, in my opinion, that they would be making it open to more apps like Sony have done with um, the PlayStation Four Store, like getting a lot of games which are on iOS now, mm. and then. Um, that's what I felt that they'd probably do, like make it more app, app friendly. You know, make it more open to apps, yeah, app friendly. That would make more sense. Have like a little mm. mobile section, almost where you can yeah. get games like that. But, mm. um, do you think they'll keep the dual screen like the DS is at the moment? Or do you think that's I don't had know. Its day? Um, it depends whether they're going for the backwards compatibility, doesn't it? True. But yeah. If they do, then yeah. But part of me thinks that, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong, but maybe that kind of, you know, not gimmick, because they did make good use of it on the handle, but maybe, I don't know, or maybe the touchscreen thing is important, especially if they're going to make it app-friendly. Depends, but I guess it depends how they want it to function. If they want it to function and be able to play the games from more aimed at the mobile market, uh-huh. then they might want it one screen because it's a bit I mean, cumbersome they could do... to have a screen you don't use just sat there at the okay. top they could do like the Vita you know like and just have a, a, a decent screen instead of that because you can't use two exact fingers on the DS screen can you it's just like no, the, no, yeah, it's a one you... touch thing whereas the DS I think I'm sure the Vita is two you can use both your hands and fingers sorry so I'm not sure if you can I think you can on the Vita. It's just on the back screen's one, but on the front it's two. I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong about that, but either way, if they're going to go through that market, then I suppose they need to do that. I don't really know what to think about this because I, I do think handheld gaming is 
you know, as on its way out. Voice, yeah, just for games. I think it's it is dying. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not really interested. I don't think it's going to go away, but I think that obviously Nintendo and that probably need to um, rethink their numbers, the targets, because I don't ever see handheld selling huge again. No, not with phones the way not they are. Not with phones and tablets the way they sell now. No, I mean, I th- I'm not interested in another handheld from any game company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like my Vita just sits in there gathering dust. I, I, I pack it when I go away, but I rarely use it. Yeah, even when you go away, I should think. Is that the case? Even, that's what I mean. I pack it just in case, but I don't really use it when I'm away. If I do, I just I, I have a few. I might have 10, 15 minutes on the run, so I probably run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. It's the yeah. which you can get on your phone, just, can't you? Yeah, exactly, essentially a mobile game. Mm. Yeah, I think they've had their day. So I hope they don't waste too much money on it. Because I don't think it's going to do much. Oh, yeah, they'll be more reliant on their console market then and the games selling on that. And hopefully, well, they're already, they're already treading into the um, mobile market, aren't they? At the yeah. Moment. yeah, they are. They, and they're, I think that's the way for them to, to go. Yeah, making money with their amiibos. I just find it hilarious, all those Nintendo, when I was on the forums back on CVG and a couple of episodes, all the. Nintendo saying, oh, Nintendo would never do this, and they're, they're completely doing <laughs> everything now that they all said they would never do, you know what I mean? And just doing, doing what they need to do to survive. Well, not survive, mate. They're perf- they've got a lot of money, but shareholders obviously don't want to keep eating into that profit. Yeah, well, they need to keep, they need to keep yeah, making they need, money. Yeah, they need to find new revenues, and they are doing that at the moment. Mm. How long it'll, you know, if they can grow that market, is another thing entirely. Yeah, so it's a it's a poor room. Well, it's not a poor room. I mean, I'm sure there is a new handheld. They're not just going to call it quits, are they? No, I don't think so. I, I, mean, I, think, oh, I don't know. I kind, I kind of think it needs to be cheap as well. I mean, look, what I was just saying to you, I've, I my iPad died, and I bought an Amazon Fire tablet for fifty pounds, and it's I can't moan at that for fifty pounds. But if you've got to buy a handheld device which just plays games and it's like, I don't know, what are they, 150, 200 pounds to buy brand new nowadays? Yeah, about that. Say if they're launched. So it's going to be about 150 to 200 pounds when it launches the new model. Are people still willing to pay that when they can buy tablets for 50 pounds which do games, internet, videos, music, books, audio books, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's kind of... You know, would Nintendo be better off going down the tablet market with the next system? I was going to say, what if it is a tablet? Yeah, that's what I mean. That would probably work out better for them. And then, you know, it's open so that you can have all these apps, everything on there, like like an iOS, Android, but their own games are exclusive to those tablets. Mm. You know, to the Nintendo store. I can see them doing that, you know. Yeah, the possibility. With, you know, with an add-on controller to play their games or whatever. You know, maybe something like that. Mm. But we see that that would, for me, that I think that would be a smart move. Mm, I don't have a, a oh. tablet. I've got a at big phone. <laughs> yeah. but, at the same time, does that appeal to children more mm. than, you know, an adult? I don't know. I suppose they employ lots of people who look into all this for them. And yeah, them they do. Thousands of pounds. Okay, so basically we haven't got a clue. So let's move no. on. Let's move on and speculate about more rumours. Yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting because 
let's just somehow shock everybody at E3 and say, look, yeah, we just had your pants down. We are showing all these games. We are showing the system, which would be brilliant. They'll probably win. Well, I hate the term win E3, but they would be the talking. They would get all the talk unless Sony and Microsoft show something off that no one was expecting, game-wise or... I think it would be hard for them to launch a new home console and a new handheld, though, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But speaking of Microsoft at E3, there's Mm -hmm. been some new rumours on their, their potential next two consoles working yeah. on a slim down PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1? Oh, sorry. Xbox <laughs> One. <laughs> yeah. A slim down Xbox One and yeah. a, um, a completely new. Is this what they're calling the Scorpio? Xbox it's Scorpio. Code name Scorpio. Is code it is completely new or is it just a like the Neo, an upgraded version of the X1? Well, they're saying it's going to be much more powerful. Yeah, so to me that seems like a new system, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds but like I, uh, your old crap ain't going to work on... No, the newest stuff isn't going to work on your old one. That's what that sounds like to me. Forwards and backwards compatible, aren't they? Oh, but what's, That's uh, the rumour. Forwards and backwards compatible. What if it's... Unless they mean forwards, as in, I don't understand that at all. Unless they mean forwards, as in your Xbox One games will work on it, and backwards, as if to say, the digital and Xbox One games. Because how can it be forwards compatible with the Scorpio? Unless they mean the games will work. Oh, I don't know. Unless it's streaming. Well, possibly. I mean, that's one. Sony are in that market already, and that's, oh, I think that, well, I said it, I think, on the last time we chatted, that, um, you know, 50, well, 10, 15, whatever years from there, that, that is going to be the way to play games, I think. Yeah. But is it 2017 the way to play games? No, 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 not yet. Not <laughs> 10 years until everyone's internet's up to speed. You know, there's going to be no issues with um, delay and lag and what, whatnot. So what the hell Especially. are they playing at? What is that? I mean, one. if they're literally going to announce a brand new console for 2017... Who's going to buy the bloody slim? Yeah, that's true. And who's and going to buy the the, the fat, <laughs> the, the non-slim one? Yeah, and the problem we've got the there shelves. is how much are they use about it? Are they going to annoy by saying, yeah, 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 we're, we're near the most powerful console on the market. Yeah, you can bring all your Xbox One games, but yeah, it's another 350, 400 quid to buy into this, if not more, going off what these rumours about the tech is, because it's going to be significantly, significantly more powerful than the Neo, if these rumours are true, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the tech, but a friend says to me that that would, you know, if the um, details are correct from the Neo and the Scorpio, that the Scorpio will pee all over it. Yeah, it's going to trounce it. There is a bunch of people out there who just crave the, you know, the best graphics, whatever, frame rates, etc. I'm not one of those. I like nice visuals, but the frame rate issue doesn't really bug me unless it drops so low the game becomes unplayable mm. but um, I don't know man that's, I find that strange move if they release a new system next year just to try and top Sony kind of it's kind of like my dad's bigger than your dad mentality mm. you know, like Microsoft can throw money at it like that because they've got the money to lose I think they would have been more sensible going the down the road of we're not asking you for more money we're staying we're supporting this yeah. console yeah this is our console, we're backing it. Because it's selling well. It's just, unfortunately, it's... 
once the 360 launched, they just dropped the Xbox. Once the X One was out, Xbox. Well, before the Xbox One was out, all the 360 games in the last year, year and a half, maybe two years, the lineup was poor. There was, I think, they had maybe three exclusive games, you know, from Microsoft Studios in those last year or two. Mm. That's poor. So what? I think I think a redesign isn't a problem. No, that's not at fine. all. That gives them a bit that's, of press. Gives really, them a new yeah, look. Yeah. Because I do think I've seen the X One a few times. I mean, I've played it obviously, but you know, compared, it's it's, it's a big system. But I also think it, it's what not you want to if your TV. No, it's not pretty. It doesn't kind of sit there and look quite nice. No, it doesn't I mean, look that, desirable. That, that matters. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, not that it matters. I mean, the, the PS Four. Some people might not like the look of that, but I think it looks quite. I don't know. What do you mean? You know what I mean? It's quite striking. Yeah. Technically, like you look at it and you think, I bet that's, you know what I mean? Whereas you look at the um, powerful, whereas you look at the X1, I kind of, it's that old thing, isn't it? People say, it looks like a VCR. <laughs> it does. <laughs> a nice VCR, but a VCR. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't. I mean, I mean, how do you make a box look appealing, which is what they are well, at the end of the day? It's but... only just chop off, you know, a 45 degree angle on each side. Yeah, they did, they did something. Yeah, I mean, I thought the original, the launch PS3 was stunner. It was massive. Oh, it I was love that. That was good. It was absolutely gorgeous. It looked like I'm not saying it looked like it was. It wasn't worth the money, but it looked expensive. Yeah, that's that. That's a good point. It's like Apple stuff. Apple stuff looks like it costs money. Yeah, it's got that yeah. sort of that sort of pro look that sort of gleam that sort of finish it just yeah. looks like it costs a bit more and it looks yeah. you you want to touch it you want to pick it up and a bit like um like that new the new xbox pad that yeah. elite pad that elite, looks yeah. really nice i want to hold yeah. that it looks good yeah it does but i'm not X, sure if it's the money but it looks it looks expensive doesn't it yeah that looks quality but the console mm-hmm. just looks a bit like a big slab of plastic yeah, I remember when they redesigned the 360 into the Slim, and um, I'd already had a 360 by then and got rid of it. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, that actually... Yeah. I, I was tempted because it looked nice. Mm. As daft as that sounds. No, no, you yeah. mean, I think that's going to be the case. I think they'll, they'll have to make the the slimmed down version a bit more striking. It look better, and it's obviously going to have a, a, a desirable hard drive for people to pick it up. You know, you can't just say, oh, yeah, it's 500 gigabyte, one terabyte. If they really want people to upgrade from the, from the X1 to the Slim, then they need to be packing it with, like, two two terabyte, in my opinion. So people will say, well, you know what? Maybe it is worth upgrading now. Mm. But at the same time, they've got to keep it at a reasonable price. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... And also at the same time, if they do announce at E3 that they're going to release a, a powerful system next year, which is going to basically crap all over Neo, then they just like you just says they're just going to cannibalise. I know. Sales. It's weird, isn't it? And the X1 sales because that's just going to die there, isn't it? It's not going to go. It's not going to do anything at Christmas then. That is going to be if they if that all happens and they've still got fat stock to shift Xbox One, the original. That's going to be so cheap. Well, that's the bonus for people like us, isn't it? If, if they do announce this, by the time that launches, we we might be able to pick them up for close to £100 with a game or two and we can play all the exclusives we wanted to. They do it cheap. 
you say that, and I did do that with the um, I kept my old 360 for the exclusives, but at, at the moment, like, it's got no exclusive games that I'm interested in. Not one. The only one there is a couple. I'd like to play Sunset Overdrive. You know, just play it through once. Um, and I would like to play Quantum Break because I do like Remedy. I think they're excellent. Mm-hmm. And um, was a couple more on there. I mean, the one thing I think the Xbox One has that completely annihilates Sony's the Sony's output is the EA Access. I do not know why Sony don't open the doors to that. Oh yeah. The, the EA, EA Access wouldn't is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry I said it a bit quick. But um I would <laughs> I, if that came out Friday I would I would pay for it on Friday. Really, really would. Yeah I would. I just think like, you know, for someone like me who fancies your game of football, I could play that and then it's got the hockey games basketball I mean they're last year's games but they released them you know three four months before the new game comes out which is quite clever because they're trying really mm. they give you a good taste of it and then you think yeah, you know what I might get the new version might, might not always work, but I bet you year on year they might see the sales grow mm. and then like they have the old UFC games I think they've added the Mass Effect to the backwards compatibility on the Xbox One that is good. That is, that is good, actually, that whole thing. It really is. No, EA Access is becoming, to me, I think, um, when it first launched, I was very critical of it. But now, I think a year, two years on, I think it, it looks pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, Microsoft don't make enough of that. No, they don't. They don't. We'll do that. Maybe, maybe they'll give it a big push. Maybe it's all out of their UI when you know you boot up. I bet, I bet it probably is, it. yeah. Yeah, I bet it is. But, I mean... In terms of like getting it out there to people who aren't already in the Microsoft, yeah, 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 they don't push it enough or make enough noise about it. It's true, actually, because I just text my mate about it and I says, "Have you got it?" And he said, "No." What is it? I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and he loves sports, and I, said, I was like, "Why haven't you got this?" It's like your Sky season pass, isn't it? Basically, yeah. So it's, yeah. If you if you're into your sports, that's what you need. Yeah, you like you'll be getting unravel probably in a few months through it as well. That's so. Yeah, but we've got off topic a little, well, sort of straight away from the. But yeah, the two consoles. Yeah, I mean, let's just forget about the slim. Let's not even mention that. But if they do announce a new system for next year, then I don't know how that works. I don't know whether people just dump the PS4s and say, "Yeah, well, I'm going on to that because that's more powerful." But but what do the devs and publishers do? Do they think, "Well, we've got more powerful hardware here, but we've also got a user base on the PS4 of 45 million, which is still growing with the Neo? Yeah. Are we heading towards iterative hardware where every three years now we will have upgrades, you know, like a PlayStation 4, 4.5, 5, 5.5, 6? Well, I'll tell, tell you something interesting. I was on uh, Appy, Appy Gamer, the app I've got, where I check out a lot of my news. And there was a little poll on there. Would you be willing to upgrade your PlayStation 4s and Xbox Ones next year? And I voted no. Yeah. And I was with 33%. And then there was 15% said not sure. And everyone else, over 50%, went, yeah, happy to do that. What's that, 52%? Yeah, 52%. By how many votes is that? It was over 5,000 people who are on a gaming app, admittedly, so they're already into their games. Yeah. So that's the more... That's what I'm saying. That's what I was just... My next point was going to be. So it's not the, I hate this term, but, you know, the <laughs> average gamer, the yeah. casual gamer. 
I just tried to um, avoid saying hardcore gamer. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but it's you average gamer, isn't it? They make up the majority. Yeah. So, yeah, the hardcore, for want of a better tag, 50% of them, roughly, would be willing to upgrade. Which is, I'm surprised, to be honest. Yeah, I mean... I've, it depends what you can get for your old PlayStation, I suppose. And what the well, we still know what the Neo does. If the Neo is literally only any good if you're up, if you've got a four K telly, and it's one of those things that you can get down the line when you get a four K telly, yeah, then that's fine. But no problems with oh, that oh, at all. I've still got this feeling it's 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 coming out to try and support VR, the VR unit either. I really do believe that. There was but, an article I haven't read it yet, but there was an article that says. Um, devs debunk that theory the one you've just mentioned yeah and say that, that that's not the case that's not what Neo's about but I've, I just, I've not read the article so I can't speak too much on it I mean I, I mean, even if Sony do do that every three years they say look we have a new system coming out every three years three and a half years and it will be £350 every time great good for them but I will still be a six year cycle man if not longer <laughs> like if, if the six years come up and I've saved the money and I think mm, shall I but then I think, well, you know what? The games still look good. They still run fine. Then I'd probably, you know what I mean? It could end up being, I could end up doing a seven, eight, nine year cycle. Yeah. But if the so, newest games still work on your console, I mean, that's when you change, isn't it? When the newest games stop working on your console. When that's they when exclusive. Yeah. When they basically become exclusive. That's the only worry I have about the new as well. And obviously the new Xbox is that the games come out and they run fine on Neo but the you know the frame rates and that are just poor like say just cause when that came out recently just cause three and it didn't work very well and no, neither did Homefront two the other when that was released last week. Mm. But say if they'd have released those both those games on the Neo and they worked smoothly, perfectly fine, but the PS four versions didn't. You, you know what I mean? You just start thinking to yourself, well, I would look great out of sheer um, you know like stubbornness. Yeah, and annoyance be, like oh well you're looking after that, but you're not you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I hope it doesn't go to that, but I think it will. Maybe uh, I can't imagine that they would let that happen. I think the the online outrage and backlash would be massive. Yeah, Sony's saying that's not the case in, in what in this write up that appeared a month or so ago that you know um, there could be nothing exclusive to the Neo and the only thing they could do was make the frame rates and resolutions higher and stuff. No exclusive content for it. Mm. But, but I hope them saying to devs as well, no, because the quality control is dog shit as it is, isn't it, really, on the PS4. Some of the games that launch in, in the conditions, it's ridiculous. Mm. And, you know, I'm certainly going to say to them, yeah, but quality control has to be at, at the top of its game now. For PS4 as well as Neo, then I oh, don't see that happening. It has to. They can't. They can't shit on yeah, everyone else. Just, look at Homefront Two that launched last week. This is why there should be like a governing body because it's ridiculous. People bought that game, and the devs are saying install the patch to make sure it runs better. And people have installed the patches, and it still runs like crap. It's, and yeah. it is wrong. And you got a, yeah. this is where I game where I take my hat off to Nintendo because that. 99% of the time that will not happen on a Nintendo console and it will be mm. interesting with the next one if they do embrace online if that starts to slip a little bit when you can just patch it easily yeah mind you you could patch this generation I mean there wasn't, wasn't a lot of hard drive to have those patches on but you could do it and they're still pretty flawless yeah 
I'm just so confused by it all. To be honest, I just do you think? Do you think the fact that Nintendo are putting out a new console has given um, Sony and Microsoft a little bit of a window to stick out a new console? Um, I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Sony, and Microsoft, even fear or worry about Nintendo anymore. I, I really don't. Well, not, um, that, not that they're worried about Nintendo and what they're going to do. No, just the fact I that think, Nintendo putting out a new hardware gives them an opportunity to go, oh, we'll just put some out here as well. It's no biggie. No, I think Sony and Microsoft knew that Nintendo was going to launch. You know, They all know what each other are doing because the, the Wii U's been in dire straits for a couple of years now, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, sales just haven't moved at all for them, really. And um, I think this was always the plan, to be honest. I think, I think we've been heading towards this... Well, not we haven't in a way because obviously the last cycle was very long. Was it nine, ten years? It was a big one. Yeah, and but I think I don't know why Sony and Microsoft may be thinking. Look at Apple, do look at Samsung, do they sell all these units every year? But they don't sell. You know, they do sell millions, but they don't sell. Not everybody upgrades every year. No. You know what I mean? I don't. Well, you can't because you're in a two-year contract. Yeah, well, a lot of people, it's probably a very small percentage of the customers upgrade yearly because some people buy them, some people sign up to a year, year and a half, two-year contracts. Mm. But I don't know. I think they just want to keep the money coming in for the hardware as often as possible. That's true, actually, because previous generations, they've always sold out a lot, haven't they? But this year they didn't, did they? This time around. Certain generations have sold out a lot for like a while and then they've made money, like the PS3 and the Xbox 360, I mean, mm. they've lost billions, didn't they, on those systems. Mm. The Red Ring have probably caused Microsoft to lose money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we, like they say, they're making money from the off, aren't they? Even if it's only a small amount, it's better than nothing. Mm. Sure and I just keeping the customer base happy must be out there. And I, I, I have this impression, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm just, you know, a bit too sold on Sony at the moment, but I have this vision in my head that the Neo <clears throat> is just going to be something for people with a 4K telly. But I get the impression that Microsoft are looking to just forget about the Xbox One and start over. Yeah, I do. that's what I do get, that impression with Microsoft, that they want to they clean slate again. But they're going to say to you, look, you can bring all your games with you. And this might sound a bit daft, but if they are saying, yeah, you can bring all your Xbox One games here, all your digital library, even all your Xbox 360 games, because we've, we've sussed this out, how you can make it all work, mm. and the Scorpio does release next year, and say the Neo does release, then in my opinion, those two systems, the Scorpio, would be the better system to buy. Yeah, it would. But, yeah. But in terms of what it's got at law, well... Because why would you upgrade your PS4 to a Neo, which is like you says, we're hoping it is, is just a system that runs games a bit smoother and a bit, you know, higher resolution and 4K, 1080p, 60 frames per second, every single game. Yeah, that's great, but it's not a deal breaker for me, and I'm pretty sure it's not a deal breaker for you. No. Um, you know, that's a nice upgrade if it's £350. Yeah, if you've got £350 to, to just burn, a, a, a fool in his money, as they say. Yeah. If you've got £350 <clears throat> to burn and let's say you haven't got a, a, an Xbox One and you see this system out and it's already more powerful than the Neo but it's backwards compatible with 360 and 
Xbox One games and you see all these, these Xbox One games for dirt cheap, but, you know, maybe you start thinking to yourself, well, you know what? I'm going to go for the more powerful system. Yeah. I'm not saying that will happen because obviously if the Neo does come out, then the first thing Sony need to do is, if, why? Are they going to still make PS4s as well as PS4 Neos or is that a case of, we'll phase that out? I don't understand any of it, you see. Well, it's not been it's, made clear at all. They haven't even officially said they're doing the Neo, have yeah. they? But... I think that was. I think they should just phase out the PlayStation Four, yeah, like they well, did how, with the slim and the fat PlayStation Three. Yeah, because I was going to say, how do you market it if you've got a PS Four on the shelf there and a PS Four there, and this one's more powerful at three hundred and fifty? You can't have then have the PS Four. Oh, they don't really sell for three fifty, but let's just use that as an example. Yeah, you can't have the PS Four. You know, they're three fifty and then the PS Four there for three hundred. No, makes no sense. You know what I mean? It's got. <clears throat> it, it, this is more powerful, so you've got to have it then. It's got to be a lot cheaper. Like I'm talking, say, if that's three fifty. That needs to be two hundred, doesn't it? Next week. Well, and that's like, like we. Just, oh, I'm still assuming that, means, that it's right. better for just four K tellies. Then you can keep the PlayStation Four ticking over, and just be like, when a customer comes in to the shop or whatever, and you say, "Well, what telly do you have?" It's like, "Well, I've got a standard HD telly." And like, okay, you're gonna buy be buying a, a 4K telly anytime soon. And I don't think most people it, are. It doesn't work like that in game and shops like that, though, does it? You, you've been in there. You've heard the bullshit they give people to try and sell, buy stuff that they don't actually need. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll just say to them like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." They won't even ask them the telly thing because they can't tell them they've, you know, like uh, misguided them into a sale. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that won't even come into it. They'll just go, oh, this displays in 4K and it runs at 10 to P60 frames per second every single game and you get a two terabyte hard drive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more powerful from the PS4. That's all they've got to say. And then, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that could already get the um, customer into a sale. They won't say, oh, have you got a 4K TV? If they ask them that, they'll be obliged to tell the truth, obviously. Yeah. But. You know, that will come out with it. But the 4K TVs are the future anyway. You know, you won't be able to not buy a 4K TV in a year or two. You know, that crap. Well, that's why but I think then, that the Neo if it should just be this little compatibility upgrade, if you like. But yeah. it, it, it may be more. Maybe it is a lot more. Maybe there's a lot more going on. They'll just keep it back. The PS4 is doing great figures for them. I don't, I mean, it could be a case of it's all a load of bullshit and it is the PS4 even, they're just doing the rounds already. I doubt it by the sound of it, but mm. I don't know why they don't keep it back in sight, you know, next year's Eve or the year after. And then sit there and, you know, make the 4K the next step up. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I think it's the wrong time, especially when they're talking about, well, they haven't got the VR out yet, have they? No. And is, is it October? Is it when? October, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, October. And they've got, they've got, um, they've sold forty million PlayStation Fours. It's the fastest yeah. selling Sony console ever. Why rock that boat? I mean, you don't want to sit back and let Microsoft launch a new thing without you doing it. But it seems to me like Microsoft are reacting to Sony. Mm. I mean, are they both reacting to Nintendo? I, I get the feeling that Microsoft was planning this anyway, and I do think they was going to jump ship early. But I think they're definitely, if, if they announced it at E3, then they're definitely reacting. Mm. Panicking, may, even, maybe. They've gone, they've gone very quiet for quite a long time. Well, they're apparently slashing their mobile business as well, aren't they? They've cut it down by, they're making 1,800 people redundant. 
yeah, downsizing like, the mobile business. They said we're not at the mobile game, but we're just downsizing. You know what comes next? A couple more years, and we're at the game. We're just yeah. gonna offer our operating windows. I mean, they want Windows Ten or whatever it's called now everywhere, don't they? And they see the console market, you know, as a great way of getting in everybody's living room. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I think they. All, everything they did, I mean, we're, we're banging on about this and we're probably banging on about this a lot, but everything they did good with the 360, they just blew at the start of the generation. And they're back at square one, trying to win people back now. And I don't know if that's the right move. Why are you saying, yeah, we're going to have a new console out if it is next year, which is more powerful than the Neo? Oh, I don't know. I just don't think a new console is, is what can save them. I feel like they should knuckle down, go to some game studios and get them working on some exclusives that are quality and will sell your console. Well, to be fair, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, they might not be to our taste, but they they have done pretty well on the first party front this gen so far. You know, from what I've heard, like a lot of people are happy. I mean, they've had two, is it two Forza games? Two Forza Horizon games, um, okay. Gears of War, remasters the Halo collection, Halo 5, Sunset, Quantum Break, um, I think there's a couple more I'm probably missing. But Halo, but, uh, Halo Five just—they—they they screwed that up too, didn't they? I don't. That wasn't the Halo remastered collection, or whatever. Oh yeah, that was what's got messed up. Halo yeah. Five—I never heard anything about that. Like when it came out, I didn't hear anything. It sold well. I mean, let's just a class two murder it was an exclusive as well. Although it's technically it's not going to be for long, but mm. you know, there's another good exclusive. But um, I don't know. I really don't know about Microsoft. I think. The, the connector is obviously a huge mistake, but yeah, the whole everywhere and get everybody using it, and then obviously they want to monetize it. And but it's just, I don't think it's gonna. I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but I don't ever see them. They want to dominate everything they're in, don't they, Microsoft? And they can't. Mm. They just can't, especially in the console market where everybody's fickle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, like, they have to face facts that there could be market leaders one generation, but the next you can completely lose that goodwill. Well, they should have learned that from Sony. Everybody usually does with the safe third console and all that, don't they? Mm. But um, we'll see. We'll We'll just see what happens at E3. We'll have to do our predictions um, a week prior to that. Yeah. Right, let's move on. Let's talk about... um... Let's just quickly mention that No Man's Sky got looks like it's been delayed. Not official word yet, but it looks like it's going to slip a couple of months. Yeah, there's a couple of lads on the site I was visiting. Like I'm, quite, I was well excited for it when it's first revealed. It's been so long, I've kind of got bored of waiting. Yeah, and seeing the same videos, which is kind of, I don't know what what it is. I mean, I kind of like the idea of it, but I don't know if it's going to be for me. So I'm not going to pass up on it until people have played it for a couple of months. From, so everyone's going to hammer it, aren't they, when it comes out? And they're going to be like, oh, this is the best game ever, but is it going to be the best game ever for a week? And then you're going to be like, oh, I haven't been back to it in a month. I think that's <laughs> exactly going what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a little, very big flash yeah. in the pan. <laughs> and like, these lads who are like pro, no one's going, if you say a negative word, you get shot down in flames. And <laughs> I'm not negative towards it. I just, I don't know. You know, like when I say, I don't know what it is. What it, and they're like, watch this, read that. And I'm like, no, I've, I've done all that. I'm just saying, is it going to be interesting enough for long enough? And, you know, they keep banging on. But 
they say, oh, yeah, it's great. They've delayed it again because it's just more spit and polish. And it says, hey, do you know it's spit and polish? Hey, do you know it's not just a case of they cannot get it running? Yes. Well, and they can't get all these systems that they've got in place and these algorithms to do what they originally planned properly. This is like the third delay. I know they had that water, uh, that flooding issue. Mm. That was unfortunate for them. But, that was know, a maybe, long time ago. Let's face facts, they were all there, three, four, five band studio when they announced it. And they said, we're an indie game, game studio. I said, Joe Danger. You know, we want to show people that indie games don't, aren't just pixel games. We want to show people what indie games can be. Have they reached too far? Have they tried to stretch too far with this? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe Sony are helping them, but, you know, we won't know, will we? Yeah. And I think the longer the delay goes on, the more it gets into the Last Guardian territory where it cannot live up to expectations. I know, and some people's expectations of this are skyrocketed, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's like... They're bigger than the game universe. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like saying, yeah, they're expecting dinosaurs to run the earth, kind of. How, not in the game, like, you know, like dinosaurs to come back, the way people expect this to be amazing, like, like a real-life Jurassic Park. You know, how excited you get to start going to see real dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. That's how some of the people I speak to are for this. Yeah, it's like some people are actually treating it like it's the second coming. Yeah, I've been in that position myself, like with lots of games, even sim- like Pez. You know, him, I was on Pez, and then last year, I just completely, I was so excited for it. The demo was brilliant. And then it launched, and it was just the gameplay was fine. It was mm. just, a, it was just shambles. Same as Street Fighter Five, and I just think to myself that. I mean, I hope people love it, but I just I think it's going to be one of them games that people love for a week, too. I mean, I know a few people who played Elite, and it was like, oh, it's so good. Then the other day, I said, are you still playing Elite? I haven't been back to it in months <laughs> or whatever. And they're quite similar. It's just it's, that's that sort of it's that that's the sort of game that you buy, and then if you really want to get into it, you can't play anything else. No, that's that is a hundred percent right. And in my opinion, that's kind of the problem. You have to dedicate yourself to it. Yeah, you either need to have way more spare time than someone like me or you. Yeah. Or it needs to be your only game for like a year. Yeah. Which is yeah. Just, 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 that's that's what's putting me off. I don't have the time to dedicate to it to make that it worthwhile. That doesn't put me off so much because if it's good. You know what I mean? I will dedicate the time to it, but I just, I don't, I know this says the, the point is to reach the centre of the universe and they've shown you all these different things, but I don't feel like there's anything to drag me back to it. Yeah, I could go and find some more alien languages to speak and learn and break down and decode and, you know, but then when I hear about the mining, when I hear that word mining in games, <laughs> I just straight away think, no, no. And I'm not saying it's a nerdy thing to do, but it just, puts me off straight away when I hear that Yeah, mining just straight away now can't be doing stuff like that mm. yeah I don't know it looks Wait, a bit... yeah anyway it's been delayed we've got more time to ponder whether we want it or not <laughs> so I, don't think, I don't think even of us are going to be buying it even if you come I mean you might cave if it comes in and gets tens across the board if he gets tens, if he gets tens across the board, I'm in. Definitely. No, see, I still wouldn't because, like you says, why would I buy it if I haven't got time for it? But if it's tens, I'll make some time. No, I'm not that. You don't have to get tens in the say, like, there is a story here to play through, um, and, you know, 
etc etc mm. there's got to be something pulling me back to it do you know what I mean yeah and that's a narrative normally isn't it mm. anyway um, I've tried um, the Klaus Klaus demo I think that's how you say it Klaus <laughs> yeah yeah I loved it yeah, I played it a while back when it first came out, the demo, and I thought it was really impressive. I didn't go too far in the demo because I didn't want to ruin it for when I eventually pick it up. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think I would have bought it then and there, but I've got so much to play at the moment that it will probably hit a sale before I get around to playing it. Yeah. So I thought, no point buying it now. But if, if it's not on sale by the time I'm done with what I'm done, I'll pick it up. Yeah, it's really good. It's a 2D. Um, is it cell shaded? Could you describe it as cell shaded? It's like um, a comic book look to it, isn't it? Yeah. It's really nice. The trailers for it are proper awful as well, because when you watch a trailer for it, it just doesn't sell it at all. But when you play it, there's so much more to it than what the trailers let on. Mm. I take it it's a PlayStation exclusive. I haven't looked into it, but it uses the touchpad in quite an interesting yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, it could probably get ported over to X1 somehow. But, mm. you know, yeah, at the moment it is an exclusive, I think. Very good, though. The way you yeah. can use the touchpad. Yeah, so you just to describe it to anyone who doesn't know what it's about, because I didn't know what it was until I downloaded the demo. It's 2D, you've got a little chap on the screen. It starts off and it says, um, I've woken up, I don't know who I am, I don't know where I am, I've just got Klaus written on my arm. And you're it's running Jason <laughs> And then you're running through this world, it's a basic platformer, and then it gets a little more tricksy. And you can use the touchpad to scroll over to certain objects, take control of them, and you're oh. controlling the basic movement of them with your right stick, controlling your character with your left stick. So you can sort of, like, it just makes it a lot more complicated than the, yeah. than the average just platformer. Um, and the story sort of unfolds as you're running through the level, words pop up. The story sort of is written out on the screen as you're running through the world. And then I don't yeah. know how far you got, but I was finding segments of doors. Yeah, I found the first one, which and you can only move one direction. Yeah, that was clever. So they get you yeah, go into like good. little um where the rules get twisted even more. Whichever direction you pressed in this first little bit was um you just move left. So wherever yeah. you pressed you move left and you had to be very careful how you move left. There were there were mechanisms in place to push you back right, but it wasn't yeah. like the character. And then, uh, yeah, you found little bits of door. And I take it when you make a whole door, you can go into another secret little location. And then how far did you get with the demo? I didn't go off much further after that because I didn't want to play too much because I was I was enjoying it. And it, I think it's sat, it was a proper save. Mm. So when you start it up again, you'd start from that point. And I want to start it fresh when I do pick it up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was very impressed with it, to be honest. Yeah, because I got to a bit. Which, do you mind me talking about? It might be a bit spoilery. Go on, carry on. It's not a big deal, is it? It's, I got to a bitch called uh, a bitch, a bit called um, <laughs> Glitch World, where yeah. the the on the screen it looks a bit broken. There's a lot of static interference, like it's if you were watching a TV in the eighties, and it's all a bit broken, and you fall out the bottom of the screen, and you fall through the top of the screen. And uh, made for a few more interesting little uh, platforming dynamics. It's really, really clever and really good. Mm. It's currently fourteen ninety nine, but like you, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to just play it. Like yeah. now, I've got other things I've already paid for, 
So when I've run out of things to play or it goes into a really good sale, I'm going to mm. get that. It's brilliant. I didn't realise it was that much. Yeah, $14.99. That is expensive, that is. Clouds. I think it launched at a discount. Oh, did it? But since, yeah, but then obviously it went up after the first week or two. Mm. It's quite a lot on the PlayStation Store that I want at the moment that um, I will pick up. I think, did you see that kind of horror game, The Park? Yeah, that looks quite good. Yeah, because oh, that reminds me a lot of like um, Amongst the Sleep, like, you know, play, play it through in a couple of days. I kind of appreciate those games more nowadays than I do the big big games. Like, I, I really, really loved Uncharted. But I, I kind of, like, at times, I really, really did enjoy it, but I kind of felt like some of the chapters were overly long, unless it was just the way I was searching everywhere for it, because I did want to make the most of the game. But I, I, towards the end, I kind of felt like, oh, God, I'm, I'm ready for this to finish now. Like you, and let's launch into our Uncharted chat now. Like spoilers. You, so yeah, spoilers. So is it where this is it? The Uncharted chat. We're spoiling the game. I did feel the pacing was off. I do. Did you? Yeah, I think when you look back at Uncharted two and even Uncharted three, which were the two is probably the pinnacle, and three was <laughs> close. But yeah, the pacing in two is is spot on. Yeah, and at three, uh, four just feels a little bit saggy, a little bit bloated. I mean, it's excellent. Yeah. I don't know if they just put more story in, more emotional content. Yeah, well, I think they did that on purpose because it's the it is it's, it's phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of get that. I did, I thought the pacing was nice. It to be honest, I thought that um, I liked the that there was more downtime and more climbing to be done. And the climbing wasn't like the old ones where you just point in the direction and press X. You could find different routes and you could actually reach certain ledges, you know, without hitting X. And then you had that um, kind of sort of climbing pick or whatever you call it. Yeah. Which made the jumping a bit different. I mean, it's all signposted still, you know, where to use it and that. There's no, you know, like there's wallet ledges and there's that that rock face, which is kind of like. Like um, speckled, I don't know what you call it. But... It's porous, isn't it? Yeah, so, but um, I thought the pacing was fine. I just felt that what was a bit annoying was how open some of the environments were when it was just, it was kind of a corridor still, but they'd made it quite wide. Mm. And it didn't, I didn't feel like you needed to that because then I was running around thinking, well, I've been hidden treasury and I was wasting so much time, but I thought to myself, why have you done that? Well, you made all these optional routes. Yeah, because so sometimes I thought, oh, channeling me down towards this point. <laughs> sometimes I was like, oh, I found a little secret passageway here. Let's explore yeah. this way. It's like, oh no, it leads me back to where I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just like three or four ways to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's, like you say, it's excellent. It, it's, I do think it's unmissable. Yeah, you, if you've got a PlayStation Four, you need to you need to have this and give it give it a good go. And, for me, it's the best in the series because because as much as people love number two, number two was great until the final final third. And I'll say you, it's that final third when then blue things turn up is dog shit. <laughs> it really is dog shit. I don't care what anyone says; they're just massive bullet sponges. They're not fun to fight, and they really am. They're just that didn't ruin the game for me, but it took a lot of the shine off it for me. I enjoyed them. But actually, thinking about that, in Uncharted 1, you get the, the... little Spanish dudes. You get the Spanish Nazi zombie things. Yeah. And, everyone, and everyone was like, oh, that was terrible. 
it completely ruined the build-up because it was so different from the start of the game. I didn't mind that. No, I thought that was I, I thought that was all right in that because it kind of made a bit of sense that the statue was cursed and it well, cursed them all, corrupted them all. Mm. But it did change. It did change the rules of the universe. It was like quite serious, quite myth based. And it was like, oh, but there is some supernatural, weird zombie stuff going on. Yeah, but people. Again, that happens in Indiana Jones. Is they kind of took the Indiana Jones route, didn't they? But the supernatural played a part at the end. It is you know, Indiana Jones the game. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't bother me so much because you kind of got it was quite not obvious, but. You knew something strange was going on when you were in the co- those catacombs at one point, or, I think, and you're doing that. There's that big climbing puzzle section, and you see one of them. The camera just pans to the right in the first game, and you see something jump mm. across a gap, if you can remember. Vaguely. And uh, yeah, oh, it sticks in my head because I love that moment. <laughs> but um, you know, it kind of it, it had a bit of a horror element about it, and then, like you say, it went full on like supernatural. It was like, from, I didn't mind it was like from Dust Till Dawn. It was like one movie, then another movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind that, but I felt in number two, it just went too far, the lost civilization and these blue things. I was like, mm, yeah, no. In, no, in no. two, I was going to say in two, isn't that where they, because everyone complained about one, and then in two, it looked like, oh, they're going to do it again. And it wasn't. Because they almost parodied, parodied themselves, didn't they, when that, when you had those beasts running around, and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, they've done it again. But it turned out to be people in costumes. Yeah, I thought that was, was like, genius. Oh, they've got a second to set themselves there. And I was like, yeah, that is good. But then you go further, and they actually have brought these things, and you're like, are you taking the piss? <laughs> you just took the piss out yourselves for the first game, and now you've gone and done, a, like, a double take. And... Yeah, but that's what Uncharted was about. I didn't... Look, I'm not saying the game is bad. I enjoyed it. The story's all right, and... When he found that Lost Kingdom, that's class, but when them blue things turned up, I can't even remember what they're called. They okay. just ruined it. Why they ruined it for me was the fact that there's bullet sponges and they just look crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, I preferred it number three that he was hallucinating when, you know, you see the guys with the skulls. It was all mm-hmm. hallucinations. That was okay. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. Three was a really good game. I love three. Yeah, it gets, it gets too much stick, I think. They yeah. can't do bosses, can they? No. Naughty dog. Let's just say that now. The probably best boss they ever did was... Um... I know what you're going to say. Go on, what am I going to say? You're going to say the burning restaurant in um, Last of Us. The Last of Us. Yeah. I was going to say that, but then I thought to it, and I thought, you know what, that was quite annoying. That wasn't annoying. You were going to say that till I predicted it, and you thought, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I was thinking about it. I was, I was going to say that because I thought the building that was brilliant, but then I remembered it, and I was thinking, that was quite annoying. I think I'd fluke that. You fluked it. It was not, no, it wasn't flukeable. It was just, you had to, you were the kit. That's why it made sense because you were massively outpowered, which is what a boss fight is. It's David and Goliath, yeah. and you were Ellie, a 14 year old girl, against this big, rapey, pervert guy. Maybe it's just my memory playing tricks on me. Maybe I didn't blue it, but I can't remember that well. Mm. But yeah, like you say, um, if I'm giving up on memory, that eight, the Uncharted games and that, that is probably the best one. And Last of Us, because I can't think of any of the boss fights in The Last of Us, to be honest. I can't. Yeah, but that was probably the um, best one. I mean, it's spoiler, obviously. The, the last boss in Uncharted 4 was dreadful. The idea was brilliant. Yeah, the idea was brilliant. I really liked the idea. The the sentiment, brilliant idea, but the execution for the ending, 
was pretty poor, I thought. Are you on about the boss or the ending? ending? The boss was the, both the boss and the ending were good ideas, but poorly executed. <sighs> okay, we'll come on to that. Let's talk more about the game. Um, All right. <laughs> let's talk about the new elements it introduced, which were underwater exploration. Excellent. Yeah, well, they did do that in The Last of Us, didn't they? But not very much. And I loved it. It was really vibrant and bright. And you can't have pirate ships without a bit of underwater exploration. Fantastic. It all looks so good. It was like being in Finding Nemo. I know, it was amazing. Uh, The Jeep, which I loved as well. That was excellent. Um, Really well done. Handled lovely. And I'm sure there was a new, other new thing. Oh, the rope swing, the grapple swing thing. Yeah, I didn't use it much, but it was a nice addition. Mm, I hardly used it at all, but in multiplayer, I do use it a lot. And it is it does add another new dimension to the multiplayer. It's really good. Yeah. I think they were all really good element, um, new features for the game, for the mechanics yeah. of the game. I thought they were really good. The Jeep in particular caught me right by surprise. So that was spectacular. Just riding around in that and then hopping out and going, hooking your winch so you can pull yourself up a really slippery bit. Mm, well, yeah. that was that was another new element, the sliding I down stuff. Like that Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sliding down stuff was really good. I liked that. That was really yeah. nice, especially when uh, you slips down the mud banks and stuff like that. It was really nice. The animations were great as well. Yeah, I remember people making a big fuss about the um, the conversation options that we saw in that one trailer. Oh God, you know, like don't blow it out of proportion. And then it was just once in the whole game, I think, or was it twice? It was, well, you got to choose where the conversation went. It was a few times, but it, it didn't affect the plot in any way. Oh, no, I mean, the one, the one I can remember was when you're talking, when you, when Sam appears, your brother, yeah. and he's like, so, um, you're talking about what you've been up to, because you haven't seen him for 15 yeah. years, and he's like, I heard some rumours, and he's like, tell me about your biggest, or your, your favourite, you're basically picking it's your favourite game, stuff, one, so. two, or three. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And that's it. And then you start talking, and it the the comedy sort of the, it all fades out because you're telling the story. But that's it. That's right. And there were a couple other choices, but very little. Yeah, they didn't really make. They didn't make a difference. No, not at all. Uh, what did you think about the the story overall and the brother? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I clocked onto the fact that he was learning about Alcazar quite. Early because, I mean, when he says, when he's talking to telling Drake and he says, "I'll know, I'll just know," and he's like, "Well, I do a contact you know, I'll just know." I thought that's with me, and <laughs> then carry on, and um, I thought to myself, "Well, when are these guys going to turn up?" You know, and it was getting further and further, and I thought, "No, nah, there's, there's just I didn't know that Rafe had got him out, obviously, but I thought there's no way this Alcazar guy's real. There's mm. no way. Well, I, he was real. He died. No, but you know, it really in the context that. He'd broke him out of prison, and yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, believe I didn't any really, I didn't really question that. I just went with it. Yeah, mm. I didn't, I didn't see the wraith. What was his name? Wraith. It is wraith. I didn't see the wraith twist coming. I mean, he was a bad guy, but I didn't know he'd busted your brother out of jail. And no, yeah, he, well, he didn't. Did he? he just pay for him to get out of jail? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Now. But I kind of knew, well, I didn't know, but I felt that the Alcazar thing was a load of shit. And I was just wondering. I, I, I felt there was more to his brother. I thought it was going to turn out to be a complete 
Yeah, I felt that. I thought that at one point, I thought something's going to happen here, he's going to backstab him. But then I thought, but that just didn't seem right because the way they built the bond at the start. Mm. And I thought that would be too much. Like, no, mum. I don't think they had a dad, did they either? Or the dad just. Yeah, they were, they were both in care, weren't they? Yeah, and uh, I kind of felt like they only had each other. So I did, at one point, I thought maybe they was going to do something. And then I thought back to the start, I thought, no, it's just would be the ultimate betrayal. It's just that that brother or that friend you have that just makes the slightly bad decisions and just tells you a little white lie. That kind yeah. Of, that kind of snowballs. There was that animosity as well at the start between um, Sam and Sully. Yeah. Because kind of Sully sees Drake as like maybe a brother, son. Mm. And he's protective of him, isn't he? Yeah, very protective. I don't as, as a brother or a son. I think and Sam. Then, Sam doesn't like the fact that those two are so close. It's got to be that, hasn't it? Yeah. At the start. And I think, I think, um, I think Sonny knows that Sam is a bit bad news. Yeah. And can disrupt Nate because Nate's settled down, isn't he? He's left. Yeah. He's left it all behind, all the treasure hunting and stuff. He's got a nice little, he's got a job and he's settled down. He's with um, Elena. Yeah. I liked that element. I liked that whole Elena story. Yeah, I thought it was good. She was classy when she popped up. Yeah, she was good when she popped up. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I felt that, like you said, the new elements were all brilliant. Um, I liked the story. I thought it was the best story out of all the games, to be fair. Because it felt more more grounded. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. The other three games all went a bit supernatural. This one didn't. Mm. I mean, you've still got the, um, not the Lost Kingdom, you know, civilization, but... It, I mean, like when you see how much it's on the coast, it's like, well, how's this place never been fair? <laughs> it's like Google Earth had run with this ages ago. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I enjoyed it all. It just, like I say, the ending kind of it didn't ruin it for me. I just felt like the sentiment was right, but the execution was poor because so okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about the ending. I That's just spoiled this now. Well, someone ruined it for me anyway because they posted a picture on Twitter that, that complete tool. I, I made a mistake. I searched on Instagram for hashtag Uncharted 4. And I yeah. was just flicking through just to see how my pictures compared with others. I was just scrolling yeah. down and I saw a young yeah. girl with glasses. And I was like, what's that? Uncharted 4? And I was like, oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But it was too late. I'd figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only picture I saw was like it was a third person view. And it was a girl. And I was like, great, great, great. <laughs> so he's had a daughter. But, you know, like. I felt like it should have been. He obviously, it could have started with the video game and Crash Bandicoot, and it could have been him and Elena playing. And yeah. then it could have been, you know, she could have come in, or she could have been, it could have been shouting after a dinner or some stuff like that. I just didn't like the fact that he was in control of her. I felt it would have been better if she'd have popped up as a surprise, not, or you start as a trying to find mum and dad, like searching around. Yeah, I mean, or, or you could have done all the searching around as Nate, and he could have gone into his cabin and just found his cupboard open and been like, "Huh?" You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you yeah. start to think, "Shit, there's a bad boy in here." And he turns around, and it's she's hiding. Daughter. Have you been in here to his daughter? What's his daughter's name now? Um, I can't remember. Can't remember. You know, what, what, whatever. I can't remember either. Yeah. But like, it would have been good if like that. Maybe he'd gone in there, found his cupboard had been opened, and he's like, "Shit, shit." Or whatever, and then he hears something, and he goes in the other room, and like, 
There she you know, is. It goes into, yeah, it goes into the third-person combat with you, like, and then you go in and she's there. And yeah, that would be like, right. he's got a daughter? <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it. What struck me was it reminded me of The Last of Us because at the start of The Last of Us, you are the young girl. Yeah. So they've done that before. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, yeah. I think if it had just been them, perhaps, like just discussing what they're going to do, because you get the end where she buys the... Um, what does she buy? His diving expedition place where he works. She buys it off the yeah. owner. And so, so a lot, a lot, I've got all this paperwork. We can go back to um, whatever that place was called, where the pirates were. Where was it called? Is it Malaysia or Madagascar? Malaysia. Malaysia. But it had a place, didn't it? The pirate yeah. place. It had a name. Read about Madagascar? No, no, I'm on about the place where all the pirates lived, that little island. Oh, um, Liberata. Libertalia, is it? Yeah, like Libertalia or something like that. Yeah, she's like, we can go back there, we can excavate it all. We've got the official deeds or like permissions from Malaysia. Yeah. Like, we, we're going to go back official and do this without pirates and without having to fight an army. So that would have been, that was, that was a nice ending. And then it cuts, doesn't it? A little bit. And then you come back as yeah. the girl. And I think you're right. I think it would have been nice if you'd have just been playing Nate, almost mm-hmm. in a sort of um, a heavy rain situation when yeah. you're like laying the table and you're like, oh, no, why is he laying three, three places? Yeah, and but I wouldn't want to give it that quick. Do you know what I mean? I liked the setup that it was the morning and that, but I think it would have been better if like he'd have just been saying, I'm just gonna go and sort some stuff out before the boat right before the boat mm. trip. And go in the other cabin and like he finds the cupboard open. And I think you cause it's so because it's so secretive what he's got in there. Yeah. You're like shit. You know, like you need to notice something gone missing or whatever, like mm. and then like say so you hear some rustling and then you go and find and then she's in the other room and like, what have you been doing? And then you would have been like, Fuck oh, the door. I wouldn't like to see him say putting free play to it because straight away your mind would go, oh, they got a kid. Well, not if they sort of hid it and you like, so they didn't like focus on it and you just laid the table. Mm. It was three and you were listening to the conversation, you weren't really paying attention. Yeah. But you might have just picked up on it maybe. You think, oh, who's that for? Sam? Is Sam going to be there? Sally going to be there? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I say, I like the sentiment, but I just thought the way they'd done it was a bit, um, not poor, just it could have been more twisty, secretive, you know mm, what I mean? A bit more of a surprise. More... Yeah. Did you find the, um, when you were playing as the, as the girl, whatever her name yeah. is, is it Chloe? I think it could be. Let's call her Chloe. When you played is Chloe's girl from Uncharted 3, the London girl. London girl. There's a girl in Uncharted 3, isn't there, a Cockney? Oh, yeah, that is Chloe. Yeah, it won't be Chloe. God, Elena would not let Drake name them name her Chloe. No. Oh, my God, can you imagine? <sighs> um, yeah, did you find the poster in her room? Which or have one? You, or have you seen the poster in her room? Is this The Last of Us one? Yeah. I don't know, because I don't know if I did or didn't, because I don't know if I saw it, or I saw it on someone's Twitter feed, now I can't remember correctly. I've got it on my phone. An actual game one? It's No, it's for like, it's hinting at a sequel. Oh, what's it saying then? It says, hang on, let me get it up so I don't mess this up, it's on my phone. 
Right. Well, it could be. It, you can't see the words The Last of Us. You can see a T and us. And it looks yeah. like it's going to be The Last of Us logo. And then the subheading of the thing is called American Daughters. And the poster... Mm. Honestly, it looks like a photograph this does on my phone. The, um, the poster is of a woman in a gas mask. Yeah holding a gun and a rucksack on her back and she's pregnant. Mm. So is that is that another a new The Last of Us? Is she pregnant? Is that Ellie and she's pregnant? Who knows? It, it's something interesting to discuss. What's the story DLC going to be about? Oh, um, the, the, the single-player Uncharted 4 DLC. Yeah. I don't know. I really want it. Somebody said to me, and I put it in a spoiler box, it's pretty obvious what it's going to be, and then it was in a spoiler box, but I didn't want to read it. <laughs> but I think you are going to see anything obvious. I think the obvious things are Nadine didn't die, the leader of the army people. That, yeah. And she turned out to be literally just a for hire. She didn't really care either way about any of the people. It could revolve yeah. around her. Apart Sam? From- Apart from Sam that, it could, and, yeah, it could be Sam. What's the old guy's name again? Sully. Sam and Sully, one of their adventures, do you think? Something short? Yeah, little could Sam and Sully. Adventure. Like I said, Sully wasn't in this game much. It could be something to do with him. Mm. Do you think it's going to interweave with the Uncharted 4 story? No, I think it's going to be something separate. And I think it's going to be like the way they did Left Behind. Yeah, but that interwove with the story. Yeah, but... That was like a pre-equal sorts, wasn't it? Is that right? Because I haven't played that myself yet. Mm, it's, mm, no, it's not. I'm saying I think it's going to spoil it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be afterwards, and I think it's going to be kind of, not comedy, but I think it's going to be more light-hearted, and it's going to be Sully and Sam. I could be wrong, obviously. Obviously, I probably will be wrong, but I think it'll be Sully and Sam, you know, it like it's of their Sam. adventure. If it is Sully and Sam, I want them to be doing something with Chloe and Cutter. From Uncharted 3. Yeah. Because I like those characters. Yeah. I think they're really good and I think they they I think it's a shame they couldn't somehow get them in Uncharted 4 because it is a celebration of everything Uncharted. Mm, sort of, isn't it? I mean, it is, but it's also it definitely feels the most personal story of the idea, obviously, because of the family um angle. Sam and Nathan, and, yeah. you know, going to his mum and that. But it's, but it's, it's the biggest, most extravagant, it's, it's got all it the... Like, it felt the most, you know, like, obviously, when I tried to came out, they said it was like Sony's version of Tomb Raider, but this was the one that felt more like Tomb Raider than any of the other games. Do you think? Yeah, because of all the, the climbing and the swinging and the jumping and the way some of the puzzles were... Uh, was uh, more like say the seesaw puzzles had a couple of hours in there and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I felt a bit mm. more. It wasn't tombs, but it felt more like you was going in tombs at times. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like when you first go into that one, you got that bucket one. Do you remember? But in which in the Uncharted Four? In Uncharted Four. Bucket one. What bucket one? There was a bucket one. We needed to fill it up with water, and then you had to get the crosses in the right positions, and you have to spin the cogs. And then the water bucket goes at the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. And then you had the, um, oh, yeah, one thing I should say, which was absolute dog shit. 
in Uncharted 4 was the mummies. Oh, the exploding mummies? Yeah. I didn't so understand the, what set them off. I didn't understand how I could tackle them. Just walk by them, and they kind of... That's what I didn't get. What set the spark off? No, because I thought, if I can figure this out, I can avoid them. Yeah. But they didn't, they just automatically came on. So I didn't know which way to roll at times. And I just ran forward, then back. And I died a couple of times. And I was like, I'm so annoyed because I don't know what, where I'm meant to go here. Yeah, that's what because was frustrating. Me, and I thought, I thought to myself, like, Naughty Dog usually bang on. I thought, they must have played a system this and thought, it's not working. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to add anything either. No, it, it, it was so dumb because how did all the other troops get through them passages? You, you, them, you were on a different route, weren't you, a lot of the time? Oh, no, man. Just... But that was silly in itself, a different secret route to the same destination. That's just yeah. weird. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not well for thinking about that, but I really felt the movies was... It's a good job they only lasted about five or ten minutes of noise. Yeah, they were stupid. It's like... What, what set them off? It was ridiculous. Yeah, nobody else complained about those on the forum. I was like, how is nobody else moaning about these? They didn't make any sense. It was really... It was really I mean, not, luckily I didn't die, but I fucked myself. I died twice, sorry. At one point, it was right at the end of it. Not the bit when you're swinging before mm-hmm. that. I was like, where am I meant to be rolling here? Because... Well, that bit, the probably the bit you're talking about, the bit you jumped down into... Yeah, like and, just start them, and they just yeah. start blowing up. And they just blowing up. I mean, on crashing... How are you going to do that on crashing? You're going to die straight away. Yeah. God knows. And especially when you try to do that, if you go for the platinum and do the six hours or less run through. Yeah, that's, that seems difficult now. What was your total playtime? Mine was, I think it was 15 and a bit hours. I had 17 hours. Mm. Well, my friend did it. He did it in two, Al Maggie did it in two days. Did it on normal. Or I don't know if he did it crushing first. I think he did it normal crushing easy. Okay. How much time has he got in his hands? God knows. He got the platinum in like a day and a half, two days. Bloody hell. I, I don't know if he used to They patched it now, 1.04, but you could you could um, start the game, do something, and then start chapter whatever, the epilogue, and you'd unlock the crushing trophy and the 6 hour trophy, but they've patched it out now. Oh, I wasn't on that because I'm never going to do this on crushing. You will. Everybody says that. It's, it ain't that hard. You've just got to persevere with them. I don't know, man. Those mummies. <laughs> to be fair, it was balanced. There wasn't a lot of like hard hat guys around like there was in previous games, and the minigun guys were at a minimum. But I think there's more when you play it on crushing. Mm. Okay. Hey, I mean, two, I mean, two minds have to keep it or not, you say? Try the multiplayer. The multiplayer's good. Yeah, I will do. I just ain't feeling multiplayer at all recently. Like, I, I really want... Um, I've watched because I really like the way it plays but I'm kind of like it's a multiplayer game I don't put much time into multiplayer games so why should I buy it? I want to get back into um... Rocket League Yeah, definitely Oh, did you see on um, the PlayStation Store um, Powers Season 2? Oh, I was just about to mention this to you How ridiculous is this? It's ridiculous I thought, oh it's Season 1 there and I've searched yeah. and it isn't it's on Spike TV now. You know Spike TV on... I don't know if it's on Virgin or Sky. Yeah. I think it's only on Sky. It's, season one is now showing on there. 
It's a PlayStation TV show. Yeah, and did you see the Sony Computer Entertainment, whatever it is, whoever the boss is there, his comment? No. Said, oh, it's really great. Really proud to bring in Power Season 2 for all the fans to the <laughs> EU. I was thinking, what the hell? You <laughs> didn't even give us Season 1, you muppet. <laughs> no, I am going to watch Season 1 somehow because I want to see it. So I was really looking forward to that. And, and now I'm going to see if I can get spot. I think it's on Five On Demand or something. I think there's an app. Oh, yeah. Watch it the Channel 5 app. I, I don't, I'm not 100% about that. It might be Five On Demand or, or just an app called On Demand, which covers, you know, like various TV channels like Dave, Spike. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can't afford their own personal app, I suppose. See, I but thought, then, I thought, season two's there. Okay, they haven't given a season one for free, like this one seems to be. Yeah. But maybe that I can the, maybe I can buy it on the PlayStation. No, you can't. Isn't it's it funny though that Microsoft went down the TV route and haven't done anything, and Sony never mentioned it really. They, they, they kind of said, "Yeah, we're going to do this." And they they've made two TV, they've made two seasons of Powers. Yeah, and they were the ones not promoting TV. Microsoft just dropped it. <laughs> Feel a bit of a hypocrite because I was like TV, TV, TV. But to be fair to Sony, from what I've heard. People I know like superhero stuff. Says Paris is good. Yeah, but Much I mean more. it's 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 a it's an added bonus, isn't it? I haven't, yeah, it is. my, I haven't bought my games console to play to watch Sony PlayStation branded television. To be fair, so I'd rather Sony say each month, "Here's your games. If you've got a PS4, yeah, whatever. But if you haven't got a PS3 or Vita, or you don't want them, you can you you can have a free rental." Yeah, you know, either a free rental on PlayStation now, or you can have a free rental off the movie side of our store. That's what I, I thought they should. I've been thinking they should introduce that for a while because it gets you into the habit as well of thinking about yes. wanting a film yep. and going to your PlayStation. Yeah, absolutely. I never ever ever think about renting or buying anything from the PlayStation to watch. No, mainly because it's ridiculously it's just, expensive. Because it's not in your head either, is it? No, because you never think of it as an option. No, it's just not there. It's like Sony, you know, the Champions League final. Mm. You know, the BT, I've got the rights to it, and it's only on BT and YouTube. Well, no, it's going to be on PlayStation next week. BT you and YouTube? Play- yeah, BT are using their YouTube channel to, sh- to show it. Oh, okay. So anybody can basically watch it who's got internet, even if you don't on BT Sports. That's cool. What I'm saying is, because Sony are like the official Champions League sponsors, I think they must have done some sort of deal with BT. And it's going to be, if you've got PlayStation Plus or a PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. it's one or maybe, you know, obviously both. But I'm not sure if you need PlayStation Plus, but you can watch the final next week for your PlayStation 4. Where would that, that, that just pop up on that TV app thing? I don't know. I found it on Twitter on the EU page. Yeah. So, um, oh. Interesting. That's cool. I'll just quickly men- mention this. Um, on Twitter, there was a tweet from PlayStation Europe saying, oh, any questions about your PlayStation 4, any any questions at all, please ask, aim them at, at AskPS. So I messaged them and I says, hi, how come when I try to download patches, I have to delete data before I can download them and I've got 28 gigabyte free and the, the patch is only one, what, less than two gigabyte? Mm-hmm. So the, whoever it was, messaged me back and says, the PlayStation 4 needs so much spare space to um, to work, you know, in case of <laughs> and that. 
So I messaged him back and says, yeah, that's true. But I bought a 500 gigabyte console. And when you boot it up default, it is way less than 500, isn't it? Because they take that off when they ship it, don't they? Mm. It's like, I think it's like 463, some of that like that. They, they keep so much back for firmwares and updates, don't they? That's what they told me on the phone. Mm. So I says that to him. I says, well, when you buy it, you know, it's 500 gigabyte, but they keep so much back for all these updates and that. And then he messaged me back, or she, and says, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm getting my consoles mixed up. What was you trying to download? So I messaged back and says, the uncharted patches, less than two gigabyte, the last one was. And I've had to delete countless amounts of games and stuff and hard, you know what I mean, mm. installed off there to download. And I've got 29 gigabyte free and it will not download anything unless I keep deleting more content. It's ridiculous. We haven't even messaged back now. That's PlayStation. They'll solve anything for you, they said. Well, maybe they'll get back to you. But um, are they, um, have you not downloaded the latest patch then? Oh, I think I have downloaded 1.4 now. I deleted some stuff the other day to get it on. Mm. Mm. I can't wait for the DLC for that. I'm surprised. Normally there's a season pass for this stuff, isn't there? Didn't you see that that thing they released a couple of weeks back? Like all the info about it, you're not doing any paid content. You can buy a kind of season pass now. It's called the Triple Pack. Mm. And I think it's like early access to stuff and some extra skins and stuff, and I think it includes the story player content, the single player content, but it's 20 quid. Mm, and how much that'll be without... Separate, hopefully they're going to release it separately, because I'm not buying the um, triple, triple pack. pack. Yeah, I'd rather buy it separately. The online stuff is a bit weird. I mean, the game's fine, but the way you get new characters and boosters and things there is definitely a way to buy your way into that yeah them saying that it doesn't affect the actual game the combat side of it aren't they but does it from your impressions because when i played the beta beta i says to people this feels like it's gonna have a lot of monetization to it Mm. it was like no 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 you're just being um you know overly critical and yeah just being dave about it yeah but I i felt it did Mm, there's, yeah. th- th- you can buy coins and you, with... but it did feel like there was trying to push on the beta you could tell like it was going to have a monetization element to it I think to be honest most of the stuff you can buy is just um, just skins and stupid hats and stupid glasses it really annoys me actually when you when you when you pick your character and then you you get put into your team and then you're both teams the blue and the red team are standing off against each other the the good guys and the bad guys, like your Nathan mm. Drakes and your Nadines, and it's like they've customised their characters to look like utter knobheads. It's like, well, ruin the moment, <laughs> ruin the feels. It's like you're running around with like a clown hat and stupid glasses and a stupid shirt. So, you know, not that it has to be taken seriously, but it just looks stupid. I think it. I think if you spent a lot of time on something, you would want your character to stand out and be individual. Yeah. I don't know. People always seem to think individual means looking stupid or going for the most ridiculous thing. It's like when we used to play FIFA online. Some yeah. some of the people oh, we used yeah. to play against just looked ridiculous. Yeah. 
It's like I've had a couple of mates to do that, make their like big afros which are pink and stuff. Like, yeah, didn't um that guy we used to play um, Reggie? Yeah, Reggie. He always has a stupid looking character. Yeah, he always does. I always say to him, "Why do you always have like uh, black characters with yellow hair?" Yeah. <laughs> no, because he's not black and he's not got yellow hair. Uh-huh. Like a fat white boy. <laughs> but yeah, he always has stupid characters and it always sort of quietly annoyed me. I don't know why you can just be able to do whatever you want, but like on a no, journey, it doesn't. It just breaks the breaks the atmosphere for me. Yeah, it's like I don't want you to run around with a a gold firearm and a pink machine gun. Yeah, that kind of thing's never done. It. I hate gold, like gold weapons and stuff. Yeah, that's my head in. I think gold's a horrible color, to be honest. Anyway, I just think it, it obviously it's not cheap, but it looks cheap. Yeah. Right, shall I do the wrap-up? Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> oh, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, this has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. Um, you can catch me and Dave, we're both on Twitter. Um, I'm at Anthony Holtz. Dave is at DaveHolmes82. The podcast has a Twitter account too that's at We Don't Go Out. We try and be a bit more active on there, actually. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Tumblr, or We Don't Go Out. And we have our own website, which is wedontgoout.com. And hopefully we'll catch you next time. Or we're on iTunes. Like and subscribe there. Catch you next time. same week off as this woman at work and she works on my bit and we were both like a bit surprised we've both been given the same week off and it is causing some trouble at work yeah and she was like well i can't i can't like cancel my holiday i'm actually going away book to go to cornwall and i'm like oh you might be going to cornwall <laughs> and she's, really, she's really annoyed yeah she's, she's, like, she's like i don't want i don't want to see you there i went you can babysit for us it would be awesome <laughs> she's like no and if I see you, I'm not going to say hello. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Bumping into each other. Yeah, she really does not want that to happen. <laughs> Why? You just said that bothered her, really. She's just like, I'm on holiday. I want to get away from all of this. I'm like, I understand that. But I am yeah. going to say hello if I see you. She's like, I don't want you to. <laughs> I'm like, you see. <laughs>